This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Barnana. Yes, it is the company that I founded in 2013 with my two business partners. It is exactly what you think it is. It is organic banana snacks. We make banana bites, banana brittle, and plantain chips, all of which are super delicious depending on what mood you are in. You can pick them up at Whole Foods Market or most of your natural and conventional grocery store outlets. You can pick us up in the airport. You can find us in a whole bunch of places. You can also find us online at barnana.com, B-A-R-N-A-N-A.com. And if you use code N-I-K, you get 25% off of your very first order. So head on over to get your mouth feeling right. On this episode of the show, I got a chat with my buddy Farshad Tehrani. He is a YouTube phenom and all-around funny dude. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff, ranging from Bugattis and other exotic vehicles and ordinary vehicles to homelessness in Los Angeles, EVs, and a whole bunch of other hilarious stuff. So, without any further ado, please welcome Farshad Tehrani. Welcome to the Nick Ingersoll Show. What's up, brother? Welcome wow. to the show, man. Nick, Nick you have like uh, theme music. You have, you, have, you have an open. You have like, th- uh, by the way, thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is my first podcast outside of my own podcast if that makes any if that makes any sense that does make sense it's actually unreal because you're you're so such a good talker an orator that is like how have you not done this before i appreciate it i appreciate it uh so nick thanks for having me and uh uh do you remember how we met i do yeah so like so so it was the craziest thing it was buddy i believe reached out to me on yeah. instagram just so yeah. random and at the time we had a banana car flying around <laughs> yeah. los angeles so it was like everybody's just what the fuck is this giant banana driving on the streets of la um and then we just like met up in a parking lot near the beach <laughs> yeah, and yeah. just fucking recorded some crazy shit. Yeah. What was the premise of that? It was like your birthday? <laughs> no, or no, no. Prank okay. or something? So, uh, so I was born in Iran and I moved here when I was six and I, I had vivid memories of my uncle getting me bananas in Iran and the thing was bananas were banned or illegal. I, I don't quite know the exact thing, but like there were no, there was no bananas and you had to get bananas in the black market. <laughs> okay. Like bananas were illegal. And like my uncle always get me like bananas. Right. And so I was telling the guys the story like they, <laughs> and, and just by coincidence. And also the thing we had seen the banana car. Oh no shit. Like it was something like buddy had seen it or something. And like we had recorded earlier. And so they had put Alejandro and uh, Buddy had put this together. Like they didn't tell me. So when I got there, it was an absolute surprise. But let me tell you, uh, and, and of course you'll leave a, you'll leave a link for people right oh, for the for the episode. I, I gotta tell you, that's one of my favorite really? episodes that we've ever done. It's one of my favorite pieces of content for people listening. Like you've driven like Bugattis and, and McLarens and like all this you crazy mean, shit. Yeah. And so to say that the random art car banana car uh, yeah. was the favorite. It's my favorite. And also, I I use it as my like to showcase my comedic skills. It's like my resume. When someone wants to know what I'm about or like how, if I'm funny or whatever, I always send I always send that video. It's like it's like a representation of me. So yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube too. You probably just search what Salamandra banana something uh, like that. No, we, we had a clickbait for it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was McLaren F1. Like, yeah, it was like an F1. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. clickbait. You know, now that I have my own YouTube channel, I'm finding that you, you have to, unfortunately, you have to you have to click it and, and uh, yeah, and Alejandro was the was the greatest at that stuff. So I learned, I, I learned, I learned, I learned from, uh, I learned from. That. By the way, it makes a huge difference. The 
the like all the stuff that you got to do because I, I released one video right on my own and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I got a DeLorean in it. I went and made it like a thumbnail and it like it bombed. Really? Right. Yeah. So I went back to the drawing board. And by the way, we can just go through subjects, right? Go. Oh, dude, we're just going to talk shit. About okay, great, 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 great. <laughs> so, um, uh, so I was like, you know what? Let me just fucking research what the proper thing to do for YouTube is. And you got to realize YouTube is Google. It's the second biggest search. Excuse me. It's the second biggest search engine, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and in fact, I was reading, they want uh, YouTube to start like giving you results mm. on Google for video of answers of what you want. Does that make sense? It would make a lot of sense. Yeah. <clears throat> they already started a little bit like when you search and you'll, you'll find a video and then it kind of uh, gives you a certain timestamp and it just starts playing the video from certain points. Insane. Crazy, right? Yeah. It's like a little beta thing. Yeah. So I, so I was like, you know what? And, and my friend's an SEO specialist. And I was like, fuck, I, need, I think I need to apply the SEO principles that you do for Google into YouTube. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. So I, we, we, we got all the rules. It's like 350 words. I used like the thing. To, it <laughs> actually, it, SEO. It actually, it's actually, it's actually working. Yeah, like it, 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 does, it does. It did three times better than the previous than the previous video. Yeah, man. I mean, my, my background was an SEO back in the day. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, oh. Way, way, way back in the day, like when I was in college and I was running the agency. Yeah. We started off as like an SEO firm and so we would do locals. I mean, back then, it was so easy to rank. It was insane. Right. Um, but yeah, SEO has always sort of been uh, one of the biggest tools in my arsenal and on YouTube, it's becoming, I think, more important than do, ever. So, but do you agree? Like, I should, I should continue the SEO stuff. Like, take it serious, right? If, if anybody's doing anything YouTube-related, Amazon-related, Google-related, meaning that you have a website or anything like that, SEO should be your number one bare minimum thing that you do because it matures over time. It takes a while for the algorithm okay. to really understand and like start prioritizing your website, video, whatever it is. And then additionally, it's all free traffic. You don't have to pay shit. God, it's, it's like a legacy. Well, actually, you yeah. know, we would call it a, it's kind of like syndication. It's, yeah. it's kind of like syndic digital syndication in a way because it lives on and it continues to. So do you think some of my videos, once the SEO stuff hits, you think they'll start picking up again and, 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 Oh yeah. Go up. Oh yeah. And there, there's actually a, there's a dude, um, his name is Brian Dean. He's a dude I've been following for a long time and he used to just have a blog. Um, and it's called backlinko is the blog. Okay. And so he started off, you know, just Google SEO. And, and since then has moved into YouTube SEO and I don't know if he's into this yet, but probably will very soon as Amazon yeah. SEO. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he, he does a fantastic job just giving different points. And there's also different strategies that you can employ within sort of just the broad spectrum of, of what SEO is. Um, it can make a massive, difference yeah yep yep i'm an seo guy yeah like everyone else in la i'm a, I'm a, 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 a an seo guy SEO yeah guy. yeah and by the way i took this serious i went from like you know you're supposed to name the file the name that's like, right. like <laughs> that's right <laughs> took me like a day just to figure out how to like get the thing out of iMovie and like re-change re the name like, what the fuck is metadata like where is this hiding <laughs> yeah yeah but you know what and the thing is that my phone's like you gotta write this stuff out and i was like fuck it i gotta do it man and i sat down and i just I wrote some it. fluff. I wrote some uh, SEO, uh, SEO. Uh, and so, and so the, the, the clickbait SEO version of that banana car video did, did well. <laughs> it, it, and it, it, it did really and well. The DeLorean just flopped. It, it, it flopped. But my, but my next video, uh, I, you know, I did all the things you're supposed to do. I clickbaited. I did a, <laughs> this, this, but this is how I handle clickbait. This is how I handled it. I handled it with humor. In the video, once I, once I, and I learned this from Alejandro, the rule is, right, if you're going to clickbait, it's got to at least happen, there has to be a scene or something that happens in it or you talk about, you talk about it because if you, if you do a real clickbait, 
like it has nothing to do with your title. That's that's you're like a piece of shit yeah. for doing a clickbait. That's but, old school shit where that, they would put the, like they put the thumbnail of, like some girl's tits out and then you click on the video and it's about like woodworking. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But with the new version of that is like the, the, the title. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe this just happened. Right. <laughs> and then in the video, it's like a 10 second like event that happened. Yeah, but, but whatever. So the way I handle the way I handle clickbait is with humor and in the video I go, Thank you. I got my click. Like we got, we got the clickbait, and then, and also when I promote the videos, I write in there. I go, all right, guys. I have the, all the formula for a YouTuber. I have clickbait. My thumbnail, and the thing with thumbnail, for, especially in the car community, is you have to have a blurred car. Okay. Really. You have to have a. a I don't know why you have to point at the car in your thumbnail, <laughs> and you have to have some kind of like a face that's like surprised or shocked. <laughs> Right, <laughs> no people, people like people pointing blurry. I, I, cars I'm telling you, it's all like so. That's so all my new thing is. I'm just going to use these clickbait, clickbait as, as comedy. Also, like I'll make funny, like funny clickbaits that have all those elements. <laughs> elements, because the thing is, people are really smart. They know when you're soliciting to them. They know when you're selling shit to them, right? <clears throat> but if you just tell them, like, "Hey, dude, I'm sorry, I get to do this to you, but I need to clickbait you." Yeah, but yeah. but behind it, but behind it, there's good content as well. That's that's there, you know, like I, I deliver. So my whole thing is, all right, it is clickbait. I do have a weird thumbnail, but the, I think the the, the um, content is going to be there for you to enjoy. Well, as long as the content is there, they're long term going to thank you for clickbaiting them into watching the content anyway, right? It's like, thanks. Thanks for tricking me because I enjoy this. Uh, absolutely. Another weird thing is the uh, DeLorean video was like eight, nine minutes, something like that. And then I was reading YouTube actually wants longer content, which to me was like, I, I don't I'm not I don't think so, but I'll give it a try. So my last video was 30 minutes. No one complained. Everyone enjoyed it more. And I was asking people, why are you enjoying longer formats? And you know what they said? They said, uh, it's like a TV show. I can sit there and watch it. Actually, Nick, I, I know we're going all over the place, oh, but I, like okay, I, I want to tell, oh, tell you something. Do you watch TV, like regular TV? No. What, what content, like what do you, platforms do you watch? So I'm the worst person as I, I watch almost nothing. Okay, if you were to watch some content, what are, where, where do you go? The only place I'll ever watch anything is YouTube. <laughs> Thank you. This is okay. I just wanted to get that from you. Okay, I just <laughs> literally. So, so. literally no, I mean, I'm I'm the outlier. Like, I don't like movies. I don't go to the movies. Great. I don't watch fucking TV shows. It's just YouTube for me. Great, but but you you get your content from YouTube, correct? Correct. Just like the rest of the world, right? But YouTube is like QZ level celebrity. <laughs> it's the least respected platform. It pays the shittiest out of everyone. Yeah. Yet it's the one thing we all talk about. It's the one. <laughs> I find that crazy. I find that so fucking funny. Well, it's because anybody can do it. Do you think that that's why it doesn't have the like cachet that? Yeah, I think I think like if you turn to ABC and then uh, all of a sudden like just some dude with a shitty like iPhone <laughs> five is just like, hey, check out this, uh, and then it's like fucking you know cameras going everywhere. You can't see what he's doing. Right. You're just like, what in the fuck is this? You well, know? Okay, so could that mean though we're moving to we're moving from you know slick content to real world like just Absolutely. raw. Absolutely. And that's why TV's like TV's literally dying. Yeah. I mean, you'll have some of those TV shows that'll never go away. And, you know, your Game of Thrones, which is actually like six movies and not six episodes uh, of a season. That, I'm sorry. I've never I've, ne <laughs> I've oh. never seen Game of Thrones. Well, it's, it's, you know, it's like an hour, hour and a half long, oh. like crazy, super CGI, expensive. But don't they spend like 10 mil an episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> like oh, if you yeah. spend 10 million. But but uh, actually, it's, it's funny you brought that up because I think HBO, all they got is is these kind of shows. Do you agree? Because they, they yeah. don't have boxing anymore because I subscribe to HBO for the boxing. That's gone. Yep. Right. See you later. 
so if, if they're not spending 10 mil on these shows, I don't think they're going to be able to survive. Like that's their, I think that's the last thing that they got. And I, and I do agree with you. I think that the, the decentralization of content is what the future is. And, and podcasting, this podcast is an example of that, right? And it's the same yeah. thing with radio because, yeah. you know, Oh, if I wanted to go do this on AM, whatever the fuck, you know, 94.3 FM. Welcome. It's like, you hear the fucking morning shows like, Hey everybody. And then you get like fucking five minutes to talk about whatever it is and it's it's just like nobody it just it just kind of sucks and and you and and only a few people can do that and you have to have all these crazy syndicated this and that and and with podcasting and youtube it's just who cares Talk about anything because we just want the info we just want to get get in and get out right you want to get in the the data do you know how they measure uh radio ratings <laughs> well yeah it's, it's bullshit ratings how, how do you think they do What's well there the is no there's there is no i actual swear to you listen i swear to you because i work with dash radio they're a digital i don't know if you heard of them they're, they're actual digital radio like a legit digital radio yeah. station um and uh they're telling me random people i don't know what the number is where this little thing yeah it's self-report it's like nielsen ratings it, yeah and and the thing is listening to what you're li- like like it's it basically like it's nothing yeah. who is wearing those <laughs> somebody tell me who's wearing these <laughs> right and, and i love how by the way if you look at anything digital anything digital you're gonna know how many people you're gonna know the demographics of, of how many people listen to this youtube you're gonna know exactly where they're coming from all this stuff but it's all the old school medium that's like they just have no clue there's no like accountability <laughs> there's no like there's no like it's, it's like all, yeah, <laughs> come on guys we're friends right i mean just uh just just pay us for some ads we'll tell you how many people listen <laughs> yeah. is how it works yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like look yeah, it's like look five people watched it so that means thirty thousand people watch it would would watch it or yeah, something like yeah, that no, well, thirty thousand you know they were like in the room so it count you know By the way, you have a great you have a great uh what would you is a new jersey it's mobster guy Somewhere in there, yeah. <laughs> Some sort of, it's like my East Coast. It's, a, it's like my, my scummy uh, mafioso guy. <laughs> I, are, are you a New York guy? Are you a New Jersey guy? Yeah, you know, uh, sometimes I go uh, across the river. So, you know, it depends. <laughs> to me, you're a New Jersey guy. It's more New Jersey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That is, it is weird, man, because, and, and, you know, growing up in a digital age, like, you get super spoiled with the amount of data that you have. And the same thing is true in brick and mortar retail. It's very much like radio and TV, where it's just kind of bullshit like yeah. they don't want to give you any data whereas facebook instagram youtube etc they just like at a very base level they're just giving you the analytics well, well they're giving you the analytics so that you go oh okay let me give you money back to advertise here right it's it's a symbiotic kind of kind of relationship whereas everything else it's like it's like okay so uh one of the companies we had uh power 106 like la's number one like LA's number one, one state whatever hits. they reached out to me to, for like sponsorship and stuff and I was like, all right, can you give me like the demographic? There was no document. He just wrote like, yeah, you know, we get about like this many people to listen and about this. That it, it was just no, but but it was more like, all right, just give me some like, give me some, give me some money. Yeah. But on the side note, the amount of money they wanted was kind of a joke. Really? It was like like five hundred bucks or a thousand. What? <laughs> it, was, it was something like reasonable. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I don't know how all this works. At some point, this all has to crumble down, right? It is. It already is. I mean, if you look at the biggest shows on the planet, right? You have you have Joe Rogan's podcast that has <laughs> yeah. more listens than any like late night television show. Even one of his YouTube videos. So he does a podcast in a studio, like we're right. doing it. And his YouTube videos will get three, five. I think the Elon Musk one got like twenty million views. Yeah, yeah. And it's two dudes, two a dude Just, and a chick, and a or a dude and a non-binary, whatever the fuck, talking <clears> for like. 
three hours. Um, so I, I think we're, we're seeing I think that's the like, death. I think that's the conclusion of digital. The conclusion of digital is the snap, the, 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 the razzle dazzle doesn't matter. It's what's the, what's the core of your, right? Like yeah. information and content, right? Where TV like tries to spruce everything up to, uh, to, to, to think. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. Uh, here's another thing. Now, now that I have my own YouTube channel, right? I'm, I'm monetizing it. Are you aware of the monetization rates and how much people? <sighs> I get? am. Yeah. I, I, I'm actually, uh, this, this will eventually go on YouTube. Okay. Um, uh, once I get my camcorder in the mail and then also because these lovely DSLRs only record up to 30 minutes <laughs> at a time. Um, uh, and I'm also doing some YouTube videos. So I'm about okay. to jump in with two feet. Um, so I know do, do a you, decent amount about it. Do you have your, is your channel up right now? Uh, the channel is up, but I, I haven't content, released any episodes yet. By yeah, the way, you know recording. what's cool with the content I'm doing? Like, these are the decisions I've made. I'm shooting it on my iPhone. Okay. Awesome. Uh, no extra, like, kind of stuff. I'm, I'm just going to have one GoPro. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit on iMovie from my phone and upload straight up. And I'm just going to have a POV. I'm not going to have the camera on me. I'm going to l- have the experience be as if you're next to me uh, uh, doing this. And, and also, I think it's fucking sweet that you just have your phone. Like, you make, your fo- you make some phone calls. You send some emails. You send some... Blah, 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 and then you flip it around. You fucking shoot your content. You go home and you edit it. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I took... <clears> um, I, I have the... Oh, fuck, what is it called? It's, a, it's one of these gimbals. And yeah. uh, I put my iPhone in that. I took that to the Amazon Rainforest. when I went down there to, to go and, and talk to the Quechua people to get some, some more plantains last year. Shot it all on my iPhone. And the footage, since it's stabilized, is amazing. I was about to say, please tell me you have dope footage of all this, right? Like the negotiating Bro, stuff. It's okay. amazing. Hey, yeah, once, it's once you edit your version, can I edit a comedy version? I would <laughs> love that. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> I just need some reactions of people. Like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of those. <laughs> like, I mean, they've never seen anybody look like me before. So very foreign. This is how I, this is how I would edit. I don't even know what the footage look like. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna cut to you asking a question, right? And then I just need some raw footage of them just being like this or like not talking <laughs> and cricket sounds. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> that's all. That's all the entire the entire thing is gonna be. Well, that's the weird thing about the internet too, and, the, and sort of the decentralization of all the media is that you you get these crazy crazy things like the faking on Instagram. Instagram and uh, where they're putting people's faces on other people. Sorry, can you explain that to me? Yeah. I, I I knew everyone was reading. I never read the article. I just knew there was something about like fake videos that look real or something. Yeah, so it was, I didn't read any article, <laughs> but I, I follow one of the accounts, um, and the account is just like blown up. I think it's the fakening is the one that I follow, and there's a couple other ones. Yeah. Um, but essentially, they're just going into After Effects and essentially stitching on somebody else's face onto an old movie, uh, anything. Um, and, it, and it looks it looks good. It is getting creepy. Yeah. So, so you can get some scumbag on camera talking some crazy shit, put a politician's fucking face on him, and there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I, I just heard that uh, uh, Pelosi was talking, like doing some interviews, <laughs> and they took her video and they slightly slowed it down. Yeah. So it sounds like she's drunk. <laughs> Watch that video. <laughs> do, you, do you agree we're getting into like, no, this is what I think. I think like all the old, old people, like old school people have finally like got into the digital age and they're like, no. What? We can make her sound drunk. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, it's like they just uncovered like a bit of gold. <laughs> like, like they just dug into their backyard, digging a fucking pond and just found like, a pile of gold. Like, oh, we can make Pelosi sound <laughs> dumb all the time. Right? What? Yeah. It's so crazy. Uh, That's one of the weird things that that, uh, that Trump had said, you know, fake news, right? It became fake news, this fucking thing. Um, this kind of made fun of, but, but, but actually... 
that is like there it's the proliferation of the quote unquote fake news whether it's Pelosi's video getting slowed down the fakening it's it's people um, having digital renderings of, of someone's voice and making them say shit they didn't say like right. it's getting kind of well, creepy Nick, bro. Nick, Nick, you're media friendly dude you know you can take one scene right you, how about this? We could just change the music and the whole scene could be right. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we could have a really uplifting scene, like the same visual, or we could play some music. You, you would think they're at a funeral, <laughs> right? Yeah. So this is what everyone's doing. And, and, and Ozzy, I don't like, I'll sometimes I'll read an article and it'll be like from Fox News and I don't know all the insides. Like, I don't know what Fox does, but I just know there's like some, some stuff. So I'll read something from Fox and I'm like, wait a minute. Like I heard some stuff about Fox. I don't know if I can really like where, where, where do you go to get the news? Like where, where can you get like pure news? Dude, there's nowhere. That's the thing. And, and, and oftentimes, and, and you'll see the biggest thing to me was the New York times um, that, that generally is sort of respectable as this, this news network. And the creepiest thing for me is when McGregor and Mayweather box, which okay. McGregor beat the fuck out of him for like several rounds okay. until, uh, by the way, Nick, I know you're an MMA guy. I'm a boxing yeah. guy. Relax. So we, we Relax. see the, No, we see the things that we see. <laughs> There. I love all the MMA Relax. guys. I love all the MMA guys. Like, oh yeah, Connor, and then all the boxing guys. Like, oh, you didn't touch Floyd once. Well, I mean, uh, if you just go by the strike count, even okay. for the first like five, six rounds, like it, you know, McGregor was outboxing him, but really, yeah. you know, you know, Floyd is a mastermind. He was sitting yeah. there and reading and, and yeah. doing the whole thing, right? And I, I grew up boxing also, so I, I do love boxing. But um, when the New York Times released their recap of what happened, yeah. They said McGregor left in a bloody pool of something like this crazy, like he just got like 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 mauled by a grizzly bear, which could not be further from the truth. Right. What, what do you think their motivation for that was? Uh, I think it was clickbait. Oh, of course, yeah, of course it was. Yeah. Of course it was. Clickbait. I think they're dying. I think that the New York <clears throat> Times is dying to things like YouTube and to like you know name your digital to, to, outlet. The YouTube to, to like even simpler things oh, like yeah. like even even more basic. Yeah, it's like Joe's blog. He's, you know, yeah. Timmy's Timmy's blog. By the way, uh, where do you get your news? Like, not not the platform, but the delivery system. Where do you get your news from? Uh, it all comes from my phone. I know, but like where, yeah. like like. Like I get news from Facebook. I, I get news from podcasts. Um, and then I'll, if if I need to go, <clears throat> the way that I do it is I go to sort of specific um, specific channels to find what I'm looking for. So if it's market stuff, I'll go to Yahoo Finance or Market Watch. Um, they tend to be pretty non-biased. Yeah, just sorry, who, what Yahoo's still around? Uh, I think that's the only <laughs> thing they do. <laughs> I don't even know what, what are they, they doing. They, they just stripped everything. It's just like the stocks. And yeah. by the way, the, the whole thing is the reason it's up because no one wants to take the username passwords out and all yeah, this exactly. stuff out to another one. <laughs> but we have four hundred million active <laughs> yeah. users. Uh, yeah, what there, are you there's, talking there's about? Too Marcia. much involved in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Yeah. But but where do you get your like immediate immediate like local news? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I stay out of it. I stay out of it. You know, but but that is an interesting point because all these. I think generally speaking, a lot of people. It's certainly different in big cities. In big cities. For sure, people are obsessed with national news, right? CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all this bullshit. Meanwhile, three dudes got murdered a block away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no nobody one knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. one knows. Like yeah. literally the other day in Santa Monica, my office in Santa Monica. And oh boy! We, well, by the way, we got to. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. You know where I'm going. We're going into this. <laughs> and so and so like I'm, I'm you know I, I pull up the local news, which I rarely do, and. I go on there and like this this homeless dude that is an illegal immigrant from some place I don't even know yeah. murdered like five people with an axe. Yeah. Fucking five blocks from my office. Yeah. I asked everybody in my office. No one knew. Yeah. Not <clears throat> one person. Yeah. May, may I add a story to that and then we'll get into Please the Santa do. Monica. Okay. So my daughter goes to a school in Santa Monica and whatever classmate the 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 father is a mega Hollywood a like mega name. Okay. And he's the only dad I like 
like hang talk to or whatever whatever it is and the other day <clears throat> a couple weeks ago i had mentioned to him uh like hey man are you because he lives in santa monica i'm like are you aware of like what's going on in santa monica? he's like no what's going on? I, was just, I was just like kind of telling him like dude crime's up and this and that and uh nothing happened uh and then like a week ago <laughs> i see him again right and he goes hey so do you like this school i'm like yeah why well, do you not like this school like, yeah no he's like i remember you were like saying i'm like no dude i'm telling you about what's going on in like santa monica and uh, I started giving him some <laughs> some examples. He basically was like, I, I don't want to know anymore. And he like ran. Oh, <laughs> he like no. ran away. And this is what I told him. I'm like, here's the thing. You tell me what, what you want to know, when you want to know, like how is sugar coated. I'll be here. And he was like, all right, like the Matrix. Like, wow. like, uh, yeah. Well, because mm-hmm. ignorance is bliss in a way. You don't want to know the people getting yeah. murdered next to you. Yeah. You know, but for him, though, I realized like he actually may not need to know. Because his job is right. to be happy and jolly and make people like laugh and suck. Can you imagine? I ruined. I ruined. <laughs> it just takes a dark turn. It starts making movies about gorillas just <laughs> descending into your house oh from the God. windows. Okay, should we get into Santa Monica? We can get into because, Santa Monica because we both we, we both are authoritative figures to have this conversation, right? I because believe so. Your, your business is in Santa Monica, and I've lived in Santa Monica for thirty years. Okay. <clears throat> By the way, what area of Santa Monica near what area are you in? So it's um the borderline right where west la meets santa monica someone's like you know call it uh bundy and like okay you're o- on the olympic you're, 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 and you're, bundy essentially just uh just west of there okay so you're not near too crazy <laughs> you're not near the crazy crazy well yeah we're not near the third street promenade yeah. apocalypse uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay so um okay here's here's my take on what's 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 going on there's a couple laws that have been passed like props Prop 47, Prop 57, and a couple other ones, right? These these were passed uh, 2014, 2015, okay? <clears throat> Basically, uh, it decriminalizes, like, drugs, right? So now uh, you can have meth on you, you can have whatever, and it's just like a slap in the, in the wrist. The next big thing is, and no one knows about this, and please go ask some people in Santa Monica if they know. Do you, are, you, are you aware of this? You can steal $950 a day. $950. $950 a day basically with a, a slap in your head. A day. Dude. Okay. That's a like s- a full month of rent in most places <laughs> that aren't to Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> so what happens is you steal something that's 600 bucks, right? And cop comes. Literally, it's, it's a misdemeanor, like misdemeanor ticket. But here's the thing. If you're homeless, where are they going to mail the, the, the summons to? Where are they going to mail? Like, do you understand what I mean? So if you really think about it, right, the DA then is like, what the, oh, can, we, can we can we curse here? Oh, you can okay. say whatever you want. Bro. Okay, and the DA is like, "What the fuck you want from me?" Because I can't I can't do anything, right? So now the criminals like are finding this out. They know this, and also the nine fifty counts as your as your home too, like on your property. So like, they can someone come to your property and take something? So with, they can go steal your nine hundred dollar <throat> shitbox car, drive away in it, and they just get a. And, sh- and then what's happening is if you call the police about this, they're kind of like. Uh, hey, we, what can yeah. we do? So, so Santa Monica right now, like if there's no blood involved, like you're not the priority. You're not the priority. You're not the priority call. Right. Okay, so we could have drugs on us. We could do drugs in public. We're good there. We could steal 950 bucks a day, right? No, 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 no problem. So there's another federal law that has passed. There's a lot of interpretation to this, but basically they're saying if you don't have enough beds for your homeless population and your shelters, you cannot criminalize them or force them out or do anything and they're allowed to sleep in public places 
Really? <clears throat> and so it's a bed consideration, meaning that if the local municipality or the state and local municipalities don't provide enough living quarters, then you can just live on the street. That's what that's exactly what it is. They can live on public the, the public government land they can sleep on it because you haven't provided enough beds for you know what's them. weird about that is I, you know i go backpacking and camping quite a lot and even if i want to not use a campsite but take my backpack and go 20 miles into a hike into the forest and maybe you know get mauled by a black bear <laughs> yeah, yeah. i still have to pay for a wilderness permit <laughs> do you know why you have to pay by the way because it wouldn't be there because everything would get fucked up yeah exactly and also and also um <clears throat> thing about crime in santa monica is if, if you're a law-abiding citizen that pays your taxes you fucking fuck up. You're they're gonna throw the fucking book at you. Right. They're gonna throw the fucking book at you. <clears throat> and uh, and 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 there's anarchy right now. I think in Santa Monica, people are fed up. Honestly, like I'm six four. I like you, I box. Like I'm not scared of anyone. Yeah. I go with walks with my daughter. At least three or four times, my adrenaline, my adrenaline raises up. I sometimes I want to shit my pants from what I'm like. I get scared and it's like same bro and I don't have any kids and I can only imagine uh, and even close to my house and um, it's right over by the Sprouts and this is nice this is the nicest neighborhood I've ever lived in uh, uh, the Sprouts uh, which Sprouts the Sprouts it's on uh, Venice just right over here on Venice yeah it's like oh it's like a new it's, like it's, a, new a, it's a relatively new one yeah, okay, and, yeah, yeah it's been there for like I don't know a year or something like that and, yeah um, sort of an entire village of humans have just appeared there in Tanzania you know, all homeless um, and you know it, it, this is the nicest neighborhood I've ever lived in I used to live in the hood and like not great spots right and so you know since since um since then i've always lived here and like uh, now there's just a giant homeless encampment and and there was a a woman and her child i think he was maybe four years old something like that walking past this encampment and this is a saturday morning 11 a.m something like that i'm grabbing some groceries and as i go by this dude is against a tree leaned back fucking needle in his arm eyes rolled in the back of his head tied off shooting heroin and this tiny kid and the and the woman is there and like my protective instincts going and i'm just like you know like directing traffic away from it's it's just you know it's just a public safety issue like it's a huge problem you just can't have that it's just not by the way you're talking about public safety just from your own safety but let's let's dive deeper into the public the public uh, safety. <clears throat> so you're, you're, you know, Dr. Drew Pinsky. Yeah. Uh, so he's livid about this situation. I suggest you, if you care about LA, you care about this, you guys should follow and see what he's saying. So here's, here's some issues. You ready? Uh, ca- uh, California is one of the only big metropolitan cities, state, uh, California. Okay. Actually, Los Angeles cities that does not have a, a rodent abatement program. Okay, DC has it. New York has it. Meaning, uh, rodent abatement means there's a team of dudes every day going out there to suppress this issue. Just murking rats. Okay, so you're a very educated, smart guy, right? So hear me out. I'm gonna ask you these questions. Okay, we have all these encampments anywhere, right? Everywhere, right? What's gonna happen with these encampments? What's gonna happen with them? Like what? Uh, what issues oh, yeah. arise when you have right. an encampment? Well, well and there's food and there's food and trash everywhere. I mean, there's gonna be a million rodents, and they're gonna spread a bunch of fucking parasites and disease all okay. over the place. Okay, so so keep in mind, we don't have a rodent abatement program. Oh, no. Okay, it's, it's very simple. Listen, it's very oh, simple. No. We don't have a rodent rodent abatement program. We have uh, encampments flourishing. You just talked about one of the encampments they're flourishing one of thousands by the way oh, yeah, thousands right and then in downtown la th- like and then you know the trash that piles up and all this kind of stuff <clears throat> these there there are plagues and shit coming back there are diseases that we're eradicated that are that are coming back and dr drew's like this summer 
He's like, thousands of people are going to die from these plagues and all this kind of shit. Whoa. He's like, there's no other, like some UCLA guy went though and he's like, yeah, dude, this is ridiculous. I can't believe we're allowing this to happen. Wow. Well, if you think about it, I mean, in San Diego, they had to uh, chemically wash all of the streets downtown because there was a hepatitis B outbreak because of all the encampments. Yeah, people were just contracting it by walking down the goddamn street it, recently. Uh, that, that's fucking scary. It's terrifying. That's fucking scary, dude. And, and then no one, no one really cares. No one wants to do anything. And also, Dr. Drew was saying the problem is these laws, there, there's laws uh, over on top of laws. And basically, he said, when it all comes down in California, uh, thought, like what the thought in your mind is protected. So he's like, if you're, okay, so if you're a fucking mentally ill homeless guy, right? And you're fucking crazy. I come to you. I'm the social services. I'm here to help you. I go, hey, man, Nick come with me. We're going to help you. And, and you, by the way, you're naked on the street and you're fucking throwing feces everywhere, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Nick, come with me. We'll take you to the thing. And you go, no, get the fuck out of here. I'm done. I can't do anything. Really? That is I'm going to send you an article. Astounding. I'm going to send you an article because uh, I'm, I'm going to send you a video he did. It's, it's, it's two parts. One is about how society is just fucking going to shit because of social media. And two, uh, this whole thing, <laughs> this whole thing with, uh, with, with, with L.A., Wow. You know, in my neighborhood, and you'll see if it, when you leave here, you'll drive around and you'll see there's there's signs for like the, the neighborhood city council or whatever, which I don't get involved in local politics. I don't know shit about any of it, you know. And you know what? The, the only thing on the goddamn campaign sign in these lawns is vote for us to Im- to enforce municipal code 56.11. <laughs> And I'm like, what, uh, what, what is that? What is, yeah. So I look it up and it's like, you can't camp on like public streets. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's just, and by the way, he, he, he can't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Like he, by the way, I'm sorry. It's very rude. I should have turned my phone off. Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Put it right there. okay. Uh, these laws, these like federal law, like it's all the laws and shit. Thing, right. There, there's nothing. There's well, nothing you have a web do. of laws, right? And, and certain ones supersede other ones. <sighs> and then and then it gets taken to some court and then some random appointed non-voted judge just gets to decide. Which that's what that's what I don't fucking I, I, I don't get this. I don't get I don't understand how common sense is not winning these these things i don't either i mean i don't know like if you want to make it okay for people just camp freely on public property uh, you know like public lands um of which that that's not the case like if you if you want to go camp in sequoia national forest you gotta pay a camping fee to maintain the spot right right and so if we're gonna say okay well people can just camp for free in these areas then you need to have a state park that is dedicated for homeless people to go live and you provide latrines and cleaning and shit like that and they're already living outside like we don't need to build a giant skyscraper like they're doing in Los Angeles right now to, right. to house them. You gotta if you want to do it. Okay, but, uh, but, you go over here. Uh, also, uh, can I can I give you another? Do we have time for to give me? Dude, you, okay. we haven't. Okay, we, as long okay. As we so here's go. here's I'm, I'm gonna give you my take on this and why I think this is all happening. People can think I'm crazy, but hear me out. Okay, hear me out. So there was measure HHH or some bullshit like that. We're all paying like certain taxes, extra taxes to get the housing money and all this kind of stuff. Now there's different categories of homeless. Okay. So one, there's like, like real homeless, like the dude really needs help. He just became homeless. Like he needs help. Then you got the mentally ill homeless guy that like desperately needs help, but you can't help him because he doesn't want help because he wants to be high and all this kind of stuff. And then you have the criminal vagrant, like, like the criminal vagrant guy who just wants to be a criminal vagrant guy. Right. So there's different solutions for different people. So right now they're saying, we just got to build housing for them. We're going to house all these people. Well, the, the criminal vagrant guy who wants to do meth all day, 
he doesn't want to go like the reason he's on the street is because he gets to do whatever he likes and then whatever you know go steal and come in like all this kind of stuff yeah <clears throat> so there's a big push for construction okay because the politicians make a lot of money off construction because mm. they're the ones that get to approve this now hear me out the more homeless you have the more you can go hey i need fucking 800 million dollars dude because i have this many homeless because if you don't have the homeless you can't you, you can't pull from that from that money right, right. so uh, this is just this is just my opinion the more homeless we have the more also another thing next year is going to be like all right we need to we need more money for homeless we, more taxes more, we need to solve this problem with money right and and then and then developers are in bed with the politicians right yeah. and by the way either either legally or illegally because here's the thing legally when you construct something you have to pay fees and stuff you know, you know what i mean okay and then on top of that you know if i come to you as the mayor and i go hey uh can i build some uh stuff for you right and now they uh, here's another thing do you know anything about construction and construction cost I, I know nothing about that shit but i'm gonna give you a stat and i'm gonna see what your opinion is each unit that they want to build it has a cost of five hundred thousand dollars each unit what yeah in la in la so when you ask them they're like oh the fees and the this and then that so if you think about it if you're in charge of you know you're in charge of all these things you set a high per unit thing. You get more homeless. You get more money. This is my opinion. This is all a money thing for. Well, for it seems like the incentives are not aligned, right? I mean, if you if you're trying to solve the problem, you wouldn't have that in, that incentive structure in place. Period. Thank you. you that's just that's what it is. It's an incentivized. Yeah, and also, you know that building houses is not going to do anything. Like it's not going to solve. It's not going to solve the guy that's fucking mentally ill from no, meth. Like, like he's he's you know if you're schizophrenic and and you know anybody who's had mental illness and any of their friends and family, like, it's some serious fucking shit. And if that person doesn't have family or a supportive one or whatever, like where are they gonna go? Like the best place is not on the fucking metro line. I'll tell you that. And it's definitely not on the street next to kids shopping at Sprouts. Like yep. they they need some form of help so you have to, you have to force these people into situations like you just can't allow them to run amok like if we just let everybody do whatever the fuck they want could you imagine the kind of chaos oh, we way, have? i want to do whatever the fuck yeah, i want so do I. <laughs> but i can't but it's probably good i can't do everything <sighs> i'd want by the way, sometimes i'm like you know what fuck it i just want to tell people like i want to go <laughs> commit a crime it's like i'm fucking homeless dude and just like yeah i want to get away with shit just like everyone just like everyone else yeah what's your address so, so don't got one so basically the conclusion is in, in, in santa monica no 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 laws and i'm talking about from low tier laws like urinating and shitting on the street to like assault and that kind of shit like it's just none of that stuff's respected and none of that stuff do you how about this i don't know if you want to do this or not but you should download the ring the ring neighborhood app okay oh it's gonna be terrifying <laughs> okay because every week they give you crime reports <laughs> Great. Uh, okay so i can just freak out <laughs> all Dude, day you long should look out. you should look how many assaults occur in a week in the downtown santa monica area oh i can only imagine Th that's the ones that are get that's the ones that get reported right because and a lot of them don't because the thing is, it's Santa Monica's best interest not to report this stuff because it affects tourism. It affects all this kind of stuff. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, to add to this problem, another another law that passed. They took uh, felonies and brought them down to misdemeanors and released people. That's right. Yeah. And why? And my again, my theory is right. Bring it down. Put them in the streets because they're not going to be law-abiding people. They're going to end up homeless. Then my count goes up. 
Right. Well, I mean, they're already making money off of each person that goes into prison, right? Because that incentive structure is also <laughs> not good if you yeah. want to reduce uh, inmates yeah. um, in, the, in the state. And so then once they get out, I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? Just uh, throw the cash away? Or, well, yeah. I know we're going around, but did you hear that they, uh, they took some like the uh, uh, refugees, <clears throat> asylum seekers, they flew them into California and they took him to a city called Mar- La Mirada or, or, or something like that. And then the, 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 uh, the agency, what is it called? The um, ICE? ICE agency was like, ooh, we're over capacity. And they just released people into the train station and into the bus station. Are you aware of this? No. What? Yeah. Dude, I mean... What do we do? <laughs> what do we do? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, I get it. Like, people want to be kind, right? And, and and everyone should be want to be kind and understanding and empathetic and all these things. And, and those are all very, you know, good characteristics to, ha- to have in a human being. But if you have that level of that, I wouldn't even say that level, but a misplaced sense of what kindness and empathy means for a certain, a certain group of people that are detrimental to a society, yeah. you're going to end up with the apocalypse. Which, which we're getting, which we're, we're getting really close. And by the way, this whole, like a couple of years I've been like going crazy about this stuff and, and everyone's looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> but when Dr. Drew was going bananas on the stuff, I'm like, all right, I'm sticking to my guns. I know this is not, this is not good. Yeah. Like, this is not a good, this is not a good situation. Well, when it's a public health concern, I mean, and one of the craziest things, one of the scariest things actually is the types of things that you can die from that you don't see, right? <laughs> Like, just, just my fucking luck. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I see the car, like, yeah, yeah, it's speeding towards me. I feel like I can get away. You know, or like, even a dude that's like coming at me, like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck that dude up. Like, right. I'm not that, you know. Uh, but but like you said, the, the scariest part about it is, oh, and then like, I'm just walking by, I take a breath and I contract. The plague, know, like the yeah, plague. The black plague. That would, f- I, I, I would be so fucking furious. <laughs> I would go bananas. I'd, I'd fucking get some guns. Fucking <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, that, that all came from from rodents as well, the Black Plague. It's and it's coming back. It's but he, uh, Dr. Drew said uh, we're not going to get the Black Plague. We're going to get the bubonic plague, whatever probably. the fuck. But but why are we getting anything that yeah. the word plague <laughs> that has the word that has the word plague? Yeah, in anything it. that involves plague. Um, count me out. So a couple of a uh, couple days ago, like a week ago, I started a, a Instagram account. By the way, I'm trying to keep secret, secret, but uh, everyone's gonna know it's gonna be my account. But it's called uh, on Instagram. It's called Santa Monica is dying. So my so my my goal is. I want to document the crazy shit that's going on, right? <laughs> Speaking of crazy shit, like my, my post, my post right now is a guy on like fucking Wilshire and Forth taking his pants down, spreading his butt cheeks and just shitting them on the sidewalk in the middle of the day in the middle of the day, right? Because people are going to be like, you're crazy. This stuff doesn't happen. But yet, when we're just talking about this before we went on, we went on air that uh, the great thing about Instagram is you're documenting this thing for life, right? It stays there like a, a protest. It happens a couple of uh, hours. It's gone. Everyone forgets about it. But Instagram and algorithms and hashtags like that's that's here to stay like that's like I want to become undeniable. I want this account to become undeniable. So there's no bullshit. Every post I tag the police department city of Santa Monica. Uh, they've already they've already threatened to take down uh, my account because I'm using the, the Santa Monica logo. But, but, the, but, the, but the good thing is they're aware of me. They're, uh, that's what I wanted. And also a couple of news outlets are following the page and I and I message them saying, hey, I'll rally the entire community, right, to give you whatever, whatever you, whatever you uh, need. So 
even in the week that I've had it, it's made like a really good, really good impact. And that is at Santa Monica. At is Santa Monica is like, uh, and on a side note, some of the hottest women <laughs> following this account. It's really <laughs> incredible. I should start another different, like some kind of different account just for the just to meet girls on there. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I can tell Dude, people are concerned. I mean, look, there's like a couple hundred people that follow it right now and they're all Santa Monica. They're Santa Monica people. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is for people who don't live in LA or, or San Francisco suffers from this as well. But like the homeless pop problem here is is really, really vast. I mean, it's like people do not believe the things that I tell them that don't I, live here. Yeah. And when, you know, when my brother comes here or, or, you know, my uncle or something living in Nebraska, have they seen this stuff? Oh yeah. What it, do they say? Dude, it uh, can't believe it. They just can't believe it. Like what, what, what? So you're telling me Brentwood, you got multi-million dollar manchones. And then you go two blocks down, and dudes are just shooting up heroin next to the Chipotle. Yeah, like welcome to LA. Dude, my family is moving here from Virginia because my uh, sister wants to like like work here or something. Whatever. I, I was like, man, you guys picked the wrong because they left LA like twenty years ago. Literally, my mom left because of the Santa Monica homeless problem. Really? And I was like, because we've always had Santa. Just so you know, Santa Monica has always had homeless. Always. But this is a new breed. This is a brand new breed of of, of like criminal criminal uh, homeless. And I'm like, listen, you left 20 years ago because of the homeless back then. The 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 homeless now are like, I so bad now. Even you know my my office isn't uh, in the middle of downtown Santa Monica. Yeah, and we still have a giant problem. I mean, in our alley, there's several homeless people who just, like live in the alley. Um, and so you know my my business partner he has a dog. His name is Waldo. He's this cute little shit, you know. And and I love that dog. But every time it goes to the alley, he goes gets himself a buffet of human feces. Oh <laughs> my god. The first time that happened, bro. I walk in and like ah. and he's he's off leash because he stays right by you, you know, he doesn't, you know, doesn't fuck around. He's a great dog. And and we're walking down and I just see him like over by this pole, just oh, like, what the fuck are you like Waldo. And he wouldn't come to me. I'm like, what are you doing? Go over there, pull him off, just chin full of it. Oh, <laughs> oh by the way, another thing they're saying, another thing they're saying, uh, you know, Venice has, has it even worse than I don't know if you agree, but Venice has a worse than Santa Monica. Oh, I, feel. Yeah. I actually feel really bad for Venice, but Venice has always been like rough around the edges. Yeah, like, it's, it's it, it, like, you know, it's part of the charm. <laughs> but it's kind of like, but it's getting, but it's getting uh, uh, a lot crazier. But, but what they're saying is all the shit that's going on into the streets and sewers, mm. it's not being treated and it's going straight into the, into the ocean, into the ocean. Oh, because I guess shit, <laughs> shit exactly. I by the way, I, by the way, I, 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 this is how it works. Like art, when you flush into the toilet, it goes somewhere, it gets processed, then it gets dumped into the. Well, sometimes it depends on the city, but um, like New York City, what they do is they take all the poop and the piss and they squeeze all the water out, and then that's the water that you drink in New no, York City. Why would you fucking tell me that? I swear why, to God. Why, no, don't stop. I couldn't make this up. Stop. Man. There's there's this Vice documentary. I, I can't remember what it's called, dude, but it's like it's New York City. It's a waste treatment center, and they go in there and and they're just like processing pounds, pounds, stop. pounds. Stop. You're gonna. I'm gonna throw. Bro, stop. And then stop. It gets better. It gets better because what they do then. So so you got all the water right, and they chemically treat it and all this shit right, and it's like one of the cleanest public waters you're gonna have or whatever bullshit they make up uh, in the press. And then well, what do you have after you squeeze all the water out? A uh, ton of shit. Yeah, like powdered <laughs> shit. So then they take the powdered shit. They put it on trucks and then they ship it down to, I think it's New Jersey. 
of course, of course, to these farms, and they use it to fertilize oh like tomatoes God. and shit. Wait, you know the whole classic thing about uh, New York bagels, right? What they say about the New York bagels? No. You, there's, like, there's a thing that you're always like, oh, New York bagels are really good because of the water. You never heard of that? Oh, no, I did just, I just heard that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this has been, you always hear this, like, New York has the great, like, their water is what makes the, like, dough really good. <laughs> is that really, the, is that really what that is? You know, oh, you know why bagels God. are so good in New York? Is because it's made, because <laughs> it's made with recycled bagels. <laughs> Out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're looking at this wrong. It's made with vast flavorings. <laughs> That's right. Vast flavorings. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like an iron skillet, you know? You get your fucking, you get all the flavor that <laughs> locks itself into the skillet. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, Holy shit, that is disgusting. Holy shit. That is Holy so shit. disgusting. Yeah, so they're saying in Venice, that's one of the issues because wow. all that stuff's going straight. And then, like, uh, by the way, like our parks and stuff, you gotta like rake the park so there's no needles and I mean, it's oh yeah it's quite the uh, yeah. so if you guys please follow uh, Santa Monica's dying on Instagram and please send me any uh, media or anything you have but here's the thing people are sending me stuff they're, they're sending me like pictures of homeless and stuff I'm like I can't post that because it just makes like it looks like we're unsensitive to homeless people right but if there's a homeless person shitting in the middle of the street oh that's great that's great uh, that's great content someone yeah. sent me a pic and it's interesting because other people are taking these pictures right it means that it's bothering other people too. That's why I love about the communities. I'm not the only one fucking upset about this, right? There's other people. So when you look at the pictures, it, it, you, you see what's bothering, like with the different things that are bothering uh, people. There was one, uh, this guy was laying on the sidewalk, like laying down with his penis out, peeing, laying down, just peeing on the sidewalk. Oh, God. <laughs> it's fucking vile, dude. You know what inspired me to start this account? I was walking with my daughter on ocean. I look over and a lady grabs a cup, puts her pants down, puts the cup in her pants, lifts the pants up and goes like peas in it. And and I recorded it too. That's my first post. I was like, all right. (laughs) I was like, here we go. This is, we got the, we got something. (laughs) It's over now. Uh, We got, we got some great content. Holy dude. That's insanity. uh, Here's a funny thing. Uh, You've been to, have you been to Washington DC? Oh, yeah. You've been to the White House and all that kind of uh-huh. shit. Uh, so I think they have a crazy homeless problem, too, right? Washington, it's D.C. It's not as bad as here, but yeah. It's, okay. So they were telling me, like, it's really, really, really bad, right? Yeah. This is my theory. If you grow up somewhere, like, I grew up in Santa Monica, right? So I, get, so I got to see, like, shitty parts, good parts. Now it's going back to the shitty parts. And all these things are really triggering me, right? But my whole thing is, like, when I went to D.C. a couple weeks ago, I was fine with it. Nothing bothered me. But if someone's from D.C. and mm. sees the demise of their city, it triggers them. Right. That's, that's, my, that's my theory. That's why I think a lot of people will come into Santa Monica and be like, yeah. Yeah, what? What? Just some homeless it's people. Just, it's the same as always. <laughs> been, I, guess. Yeah. I don't know. That's one of my, that's one of my theories because when I do go, because New York has a ho- crazy homeless problem. Like Manhattan has a crazy homeless problem. I right? thought I was gonna have to literally fuck this dude up yesterday. In New York what City. happened? I mean, I, so I'm I'm walking. I, my flight. I'm catching it in like two hours. So I decided whenever I go into a big city, I just walk around and yeah. just like stop wherever I want to stop to write or work or yeah. whatever. Um, and I kind of know where I'm at on my GPS, but I think it's just a good way to explore. So I'm doing that, and there's just like this random. You know, New York is so crazy. Just like this random little like quote unquote concrete park area that's maybe like you know 20 feet by 15 <laughs> feet or some shit yeah. or like 10 tables or something and and so I go and sit down at one of these tables and I just hear this dude screaming at people like I'm gonna fucking 
kill you and like really like demonic like you know threatening shit and so i yeah obviously i look over and i'm just like Hey, here we go. This is the <laughs> yeah, day. Like, this is the way, day where the I have to like save someone yeah, from a the here we go. murderous homeless dude. Yeah. Um, and, and fortunately, just like walked away, didn't do anything. But I, I thought that I thought yesterday was going to be the day. Oh, but, but the thing is, though, if I was in New York and I witnessed that, this is I, I just like oh, I just, this is like New York's problem. Like this is just a yeah, regu- right? <laughs> regular New York thing. But a New Yorker <laughs> would probably be like, oh, this town's going to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 desensitization. I think too. You know, it's like when my brother comes here, it's just like, oh yeah, well, of course everybody's homeless in LA. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I'm actually curious to see what San Francisco is like. I, I, I haven't been to a modern San Francisco because what you see on the media, the craziness of it, like, I, I want to go and see, like, is it really that? It's similar. Have, have you been there recently? I go there pretty often. Yeah, I oh, go okay. there a few times a year uh, for the last several years. And but do you go to the like the part that's like homeless? Oh yeah, like, the really. Yeah. Is it really like? How do we compare it to Santa Monica? I would say there's more heroin usage, generally speaking, and and a little less meth. Okay, just based on just based on the um, way, on the way from, that they're acting. By the way, I've never done either drug, but from what I've researched, I think I'd rather have uh, heroin addicts than meth addicts. Same, a hundred percent. Yeah, I'd rather have you sleeping, <laughs> coming in your pants and sleeping, than uh, seeing you know yeah. invisible uh, yeah. you know Space Jam characters and trying to like you know oh, fight yeah. them with. Also, karate. can I educate you a little bit about meth? I'd love to. So one of the one of the big problems we're having with this homelessness and the drugs and all that kind of shit is. You only need four to five dollars for your daily meth habit. Damn, that's all you need, right? That's cheap. So uh, another thing in Santa Monica that's gone up is uh, petty theft, like bike stealing and like just petty shit. Because a dude can steal your nine hundred dollar bike, right, and take the wheels off and sell like parts for like sixteen bucks, right? <laughs> right. He's well, got a meth- year supply. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's good. Like he's good. He's good to go. <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's another. It's so easily accessible, and it's like, yeah. Well, like, what do you do about the drug thing, right? Is it because like you know marijuana just got legalized for yeah. recreational use in the state of California, which I think is a great thing. Yeah. Um, and also like not everybody who maybe like you know tries meth i've never tried it but maybe not everybody that tries meth is just like turns out to be like a degenerate um i'm sure there's plenty out there and it's like you don't want to lock them up with convicted rapist killers like all that shit right what do you do is it just like a separate kind of jail like a rehab was it portugal portugal legalized yeah, they decriminalized and, everything. And they're having a great, they're like having a great time. Yeah, if you look at the, um, it's actually really interesting. I was looking at the longitudinal study and, and they had a graph of the amount of uh, heroin addicts that they have um, for, I think it was like 20 years or something like that. And it has dropped off precipitously. It's insane. What, what did they say is the cause of that drop? Well, what they do is they, they so this is really fucking smart. So what they do is they say, okay, not only is it decriminalized and just have heroin, but what we're going to do is take all of the costs out of it. So it doesn't cost you $5 a day. It costs you $0 a day because the government will give it to you in a dosage they know you won't overdose from Okay. at a place that they run <clears throat> Okay. and they give you a clean needle so they know you're not spreading whatever you got. Um, and they say, okay, you want to do it? Here's a pipe or a needle and this is where you do it. And then that's where they got to do it. And so you have no black markets. It's just, it's government regulated. Like they provide the substance so they're, it's free. Right, and so if they want to go do it for free. That's where they go do it. So very little people um, tend to just sort of do it on the streets anymore. Um, who's paying for this program? Is it, is it, is it the, the people? Por- it's the yeah. people. 
Yeah, you know, that kind of shit would never happen here, right? Not a chance. Right, I'm going to be cynical Not again. I'm going to be cynical again. <laughs> the thing is, like, the DEA, Drug Enforcement Agency, like, we have an, an entire agency for oh, that. Yeah. Each police department has an, like, they, if these drugs are legal and that shit goes down, they lose those budgets. <laughs> Right. That's right. They lose those bites. Ah, this is That's the problem with the entire criminal justice system, though, right? Because what will happen is you have judges, you have prosecutors, and you have police. And so let's just say that crime today, like today, there are everybody just decides, you know what? I'm going to do half less crime, <laughs> period, forever. Right? Yeah, half yeah. less crime. And so when you do half less crime, well, that's also half less police that you need half okay. less prosecuting attorneys that you need half of the judges half, half the half the court report and typists half right? the sheriffs half the sheriffs half the everybody half the dispatchers and so and so there is this weird perverse incentive in that when your product is human beings <laughs> yeah. it gets really fucking sketchy because when i think about when i look at like our inventory report or whatever <laughs> i'm looking at like packages of snacks and when these motherfuckers are looking at their inventory report it's human beings yeah and and the more inventory that they have the more money that they get period by the way so nick you you understand this concept right just apply it to homeless situation right it's, it's you get it now like, exactly yeah it's like like it's, it's it's not this ain't going away no no i don't think it will this either the weirdest thing too is you know you have sort of this really really crazy dichotomy of homelessness and then like bugattis driving on the same street and you're a car guy <laughs> yeah. like how did you get somehow involved in both of the? <laughs> uh, <it's, laughs> i know it's, it's, it's it, you're, when you're in la it's interesting well by the way when you're in la by default you're you're in it dude right you're, right the thing is, when you're in la the chances of you getting involved in hollywood and bugattis <laughs> and homeless are very very <laughs> It's, it's kind of like everyone's right. Like I, I think if you if you spend enough time in LA, you pay your dues, you'll, you'll eventually <laughs> be involved enough. in Bugatti's homeless and uh, <laughs> in Hollywood. And, uh, and, and Hollywood. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What you know? I, I was watching a lot of your content recently, and um, oh, thank you. Don't please don't waste your time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you always post the most interesting shit. Like it, it, it's sort of all over the map. But um, w- with the car piece, like what 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 fascinates you about these? flying metal objects that, that fly around dude I, I've, I've been i've loved cars since i was a, a child like a kid like i've always had the love for him i don't know dude it's amazing it's so funny i was actually looking at a car today i was looking at a car and i'm like why do we love these cars yeah why do we love cars i i, I don't know what to, i don't know how to explain it to you i just huh? i just they look good they they feel good like i know the feeling of one car from the other and uh it's just a modern miracle that we've, but, but on the flip side, as I was looking at this car, I was thinking, right? Because if you think about it, the internal combustion engine, it's a crude technology. It's not a, yeah, it's explosions do, 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 going on. Do, do you realize, do you realize if you, let's just say you put a dollar of gas into a cylinder, a dollar worth of gas, you compress it, ignition, it explodes. It creates the power, right? How much power do you think you get out of the $1? Probably like, seven and a half cents 20 about 20 cents as you can see like the whole thing is not this is all i'm curious about if there's a higher life form a higher being if there's more advanced people than us when they're looking (laughs) 
<laughs> looking down at some like Chevy fucking like Cavalier. Yeah, like, are what? they like, what the fuck is this <laughs> fucking shitty, <laughs> shitty technology? They call it a Dodge <laughs> Astro. <laughs> yeah, so, as, yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> they try to sit with aliens right? explain that they're like, they're like oh, we just want to know what the fuck are we thinking about the like Aztec or the, the Astro van or, 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 or whatever, the fuck, whatever the fuck. But, uh, but 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 the car industry is changing really 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 quick. Yeah, we're going electric like that. There's no there's no other there's no other way around it. So yeah. I, I have a whole set of jokes just around <laughs> just around that because like right now when I do a, when I review a car I'm doing beauty shots of the engine right because the thing is I'm like I just did this Maserati that has a Ferrari engine. Yeah, it is a it is a, a gorgeous looking piece of engine to look at. Like it, it is a work of art to look at this thing. So in the future, I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm reviewing an electric car. Am I am I scanning? Am I uh, doing like a, a pan shot of the battery cells? I'm like, Ooh. check out these new ten eight two two four. Look at the <laughs> wire. <laughs> what, uh, differentiation in the future of cars. It's going to be a fucking pain in the ass. Because think about it. Because right now, everyone is all the manufacturers are way behind. On uh, by the way, do you, do you want to talk about cars? Oh, dude, I love cars. Okay, great. Yeah, I, I build motorcycles and stuff. Oh, like great. That. Okay, this shit. Yeah. okay. So, so here's here's what's happening. All these major manufacturers are way behind on electric cars, right? And it's all because, and now they're moving because of Tesla, because Tesla's like kind of taken over. So what everyone's doing is they're partnering up with established electric car companies. Mm. So one of the biggest guys is Remac. Uh, they're out of Croatia. Okay, so Porsche. Is invested into them. Hyundai just gave them like five hundred million dollars. Uh, Porsche. Who else is uh, Pin and Farina? Like all these people. So he's got. So he's got a, a chassis and a battery cell technology, right? He sells you that, and you just put your own body on top of it. Interesting. Right? Uh, you've heard of Pin and Farina? They're a, the Italian design house. Like they, uh, most Ferraris have been designed by them. They just released their own car. Okay, but all that car is is a remock. Uh, frame platform with their body work wow. on it. Porsche now, they have an electric car called a take, Taken coming out. A lot of the Remax stuff. So <clears throat> Ford, for example, Ford is way behind on electric electric vehicles, especially electric trucks. So there's a new company called Rivion, and you, I think you would enjoy Rivion. Like, read about them. You'll enjoy it. The CEO is a dope dude. He, he's cool. So they just got an investment from Amazon for $700 million. And Ford just gave him five hundred million. Why do you think Ford gave him five hundred million dollars? Because they, did, I mean, they, they can't innovate internally. So it's very simple. They're gonna go. Uh, here's what's gonna happen. We want this body put on your chassis. Boop, boop, boop. So everyone's everyone's buying their way into electric cars. But what you're gonna see is everyone's gonna have the same chassis, the same batteries, right? It's just whatever your body, whatever the body's gonna, whatever the body's gonna look like. All cars are gonna be modular. They're gonna be this. It's gonna be the same thing. Just your body, the body is going to look different. Dude, that's fascinating, especially if you think about the way that Tesla started with the very first Roadster, right? Yeah. They had a Lotus Elise body that they just laid on top of their chassis. There you go. And now we're all the way back. There you go. <laughs> that, I'm telling you, this is what it's going to be. Because the thing is, for, for people to start up now, for people to start a whole electric division now, you're, you're like, you're way, you're already way behind you. It's just way better be to beast. buy in. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine that what will end up happening is that you know you'll have Ford or whoever invest in in these sort of EV startups, and then eventually they're going to end up trying to buy them out. Well, here's the funny thing: uh, Tesla's like sliding downhill really fast right now. <laughs> what is that? What is that? What is that? You what? Yeah, tell me about it. Oh, oh, are you are you invested in? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let me give you some news. I don't know if it's going to help you or help you or hurt you, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, should I say what car? Actually, I'm not going to say what car company because I'm trying to do a deal with them. Like I'm trying to be sponsored by them, but it's a big iconic American luxury brand. Okay. I'll tell you So I was talking to one of the guys, right? <laughs> Schmoozing with, with, with the guy we're talking about Tesla. And it's very interesting to get an old school manufacturer's take on Tesla. Okay. This is what he was saying. He goes, dude, their manufacturing process is a joke, right? Like how they build the cars is a joke. And this is where Elon has no idea what the fuck he's doing. And he can't compete with the big boys because his manufacturing is done. So apparently he's got robots making it. But at the end, there still has to be manual labor of, of that where he's like, you know, our line just goes like the cars the cars get made his prediction is <clears throat> someone's just going to come scoop up tesla like a gm cadillac ford someone's just going to come in mm, someone's gonna just going to come in and go i'll take i'll take that well i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised i mean you know these, these giant car companies and what tesla's done is, is is it's fascinating in that since the 1930s right since, since the great depression with the studebaker and the imperials and the, like all this stuff, there hasn't been new entrance into car manufacturing really uh correct there's like, not been like correct. how many has there, i think there's been fucking i don't even know i you talking about i talking about like a, a legit brand new brand coming in like a brand new car company oh, dude, that started tesla. after 1935 or 1940 uh yeah like tesla yeah yeah i think yeah, right? yeah which is and do you think it's just the capital cost do you think it's a manufacturing component is it is there well, well sort of I, a governmental licensing I, problem I, oh oh dude like you should, you should watch a movie called tucker uh, you ever the tucker the tucker car no Oh, please. If you love cars, go look, go look up the Tucker. Tucker. This guy named Preston Tucker. He created, I think it was in the 50s, he created this car called the Tucker, which had like fucking technology beyond like anyone's imagination. Ford, GM, Chrysler, all those guys, they shut them down. They, got, they went to the government, right? Like anyone who tries to come up, these guys will fucking, you know, pound them down. Dirty business. Yeah, but but they slept on Elon. Do you agree? Yeah, everyone everyone well, slept, slept on him. That's why. Fucked that's up. why no one no one tried to fight him. No one battled him. No one tried to suppress him. No one tried to uh, bury him because he's building fucking what, a couple thousand roadsters. He really wasn't that big of a player. But now he's forced everyone else. Because here's what's gonna happen, right? In a couple of years, if you don't have an electric car. And your and your lineup, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what, do, you, do you guys not have the technology to, to?" Um, by the way, have you ever driven or been in any Teslas? I have. Yeah, I've driven Wh- one. Which one? Which one did you drive? Uh, I think it was the the, the P ninety D or whatever the fucking <laughs> those are crazy <laughs> thing in the ludicrous mode. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's it's insane. I, I wrote. I was I was too high to drive. Like we went for a test drive. The guy was gonna let me. Like he didn't know I was high, but I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, too, I'm too high to drive. Yeah. So I had this girl drive. We we took out a uh, Model Three performance. Ooh. Dude, it's 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 ridiculous. It's uh, like your mind can't grasp how. It doesn't feel like you're in a car. That's what no. it feels like. You're on a, you, you know those um, the, those things like Six Flags that you can go yeah, all the way yeah, on top yeah, and yeah. you drop. Yeah, it's just like it's like a little. <laughs> it's just the crazy. It's like instantaneous, insane amounts of torque. But but it's weird. Like you know, growing up, my my dad liked cars too, and so what we would do is buy these like old shitty cars, like a 1950 <laughs> Ford full ton, you know, f- full bed truck, and um and, and shit like that. And I'm always looking at the hot rod magazines and all this shit, and um. There's something about just like the okay, so okay, so I was about to okay, so hear me out on this. Now the other thing that's going to happen is, so electric cars don't make any noise. I mean, they 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 will have their own distinct noise. Each one is different. Like my whole joke is 
Uh, but here's the thing. How... Because right now, like, a V8 has that rumble, and you could adjust it so that the rumble comes through the chassis, and you could feel it, or you can tune out the rumble, like, what, all these things. Right. How are you going to differentiate feel in these mm. cars now? Now, for example, Porsche is coming out with a electric car, right? How do you in, in, infuse a Porsche DNA into a Porsche electric car? <laughs> I know how they're going to do it. How? Through the goddamn speakers. <laughs> BMW did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These exactly. motherfuckers. I think it was like, yeah. No, but, all, but they're all like that. Yeah. They, they, all have, uh, they all have artificial. All these cars are turbo now. Yeah, so people that don't know, like, they're what they're doing is they're using your speakers in your car yes. that the music comes out of yes. to fake the engine noise yes, yes, yes. in the vehicle for performance. For, for, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, there's a lot of turboed cars. Most all cars are going to be turboed. Right. Once you add these turbos, the car sounds like shit. Like, they just don't sound good. And so you need, like, you need that. That. But so my other joke in the future is, like, eventually, we're going to get to a point, you're going to go to a dealership, you're going to buy an electric car. It's It's a... A white box thing that you buy, right? And it's just going to be screens inside, okay? And you're gonna you're gonna pick what what interior you want, right? You're like, I want a Mercedes S Class. You go on your app, you pay two ninety nine for a Mercedes <laughs> S Class interior, right? The screens, you know, a hologram, whatever, become like a Mercedes thing. And you're like, I want a Ferrari, you know, the Ferrari sound. You go to the Ferrari app. Oh everything is everything is going to be the same. Yet you you customize your experience to your to your car that that is not actually not that far-fetched in my no, mind dude, i'm telling you it's gonna it's gonna be like that right now like if you look at it, all the, the displays now they're like they're ultra uh, um changeable and customizable i'm telling you and the and screens are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and cheaper and, and, and cheap yeah by the way if you think about it if you the instrument cluster of old older cars with like needles and <laughs> the have you ever seen the oh, back yeah. <laughs> I have one on. I have like a 1998 oh, KLR old school ones. I bought yeah, yeah. on purpose. It's, 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 it's like yeah, it's nineteen. It's like eighteen fifty technology in there. Like what's the, happening? The, yeah, the weird thing is going to be a screen, but but I think they're doing a good job of because the graphics look so fucking dope. Yeah, they're keeping your like they're keeping your 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 attention right because yeah, it's going to get boring. It's going to get boring when you just sit in cars and it's just two screens. Do you think that the that eventually they're going to outlaw gas powered engines or yes. your even your ability to drive at all our, uh, our theory is always our, our theory has always been that uh your gas car is going to be the weekend your weekend fun car mm. that you're going to you're going to permission to pull it out in the weekend Right, so it's like your, 19, your 1950 Corvette equivalent type of situation, right? You, <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. want to take the turns too fast because you might yeah. die. But but, but I think the autonomousness of it, I think that's coming really fast. But dude, that, that, how are you going to deal with like some fuckery of a guy coming in front of you? And also, Nick, listen to this. I was at CES a couple of years ago, and I was in a shuttle van with some people that were they worked in the autonomous vehicle like kind of stuff. They were saying one company had to, like, they're like, oh yeah, Bob, we got to hire a moral specialist. And the guy's like, what's a moral? So listen to this. So hear me out. You're an autonomous car. There's five people in the car. You're going, there's a bridge coming up. All of a sudden, uh, a kid appears, a, a kid appears, right? What does the car do? Kill the kid, save the five people, or, or, or kill the five people, save the kid. You're going to have to program this stuff, dude. Mm-hmm. It's this, these, these moral decisions, deep down have to get buried into that coding in some form or facet yeah and i think even more than sort of like a, an infrastructural coding 
issue for them, it's going to be more of a PR issue. Like, so, you know, even if we say, okay, we're just not going to take the moral route, right? We're going to say, okay, well, if there is an object in the road, we're just going to do the safest thing for the car itself to self, to self preserve the car and the people inside. Right. Um, and, and then when that happens and it does kill whoever, (laughs) they're going to have some explaining to do. How, yeah. How are we going to deal with this? Yeah. Who, who, yeah. Vehicular homicide. Or ma- vehicular manslaughter, is and also the car. Then? Oh, but here's the thing: Are you going to program in like if it's an older person, their their life is worth less. If oh, it's a God. younger, and also here's another thing: I'm, I'm telling you, dude, it's going to sound racist, but I'm I'm sure they're going to have to put code in there for like different ethnicities and uh, for whatever yeah. reason. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I I don't know. It's but like you got to deal with that. You got to deal with that. You got to deal with those moral issues, dude. Dude, that's that's insane. <clears throat> if you think about it, like although and, and I've heard some people argue the opposite. Like, oh well, the cars not actually going to have to consider these moral things because it's going to be programmed to keep the car safe or whatever. But the problem, the major problem is, is that when you look at things like Twitter or Facebook and banning people and like restricting freedom of speech, which is a right in the U.S., I'm like, oh no, they're going to do it. (laughs) They're for sure going to be making some moral-based decisions in that code down the line because they're going to have some ideological swing. Of course. By the way, uh, they they say like oh the car's not gonna hit anyone because like it's a, it's gonna blah, blah. hey come to Santa Monica where like the homeless are going on the freeway now like yeah, how, how, like how do you deal with that? how do you deal with that you're going on the on ramp and on a on a homeless guy on meth like fucking <laughs> dude I, mean, I almost hit one of those dudes on my motorcycle it's it's the new thing now like yeah. they just walk on the freeway yeah. CHP's like the the calls that we get are like but by the way I love how we always come back yeah no. <laughs> like like anything we talk about like has a homeless component to it that that that, that, that that's being uh, that's being ruined yeah so it's, it's interesting like I can't wait to tr- try that Porsche because I want to see hey what's the Porsche DNA going to mm. be because the thing is Nick here's the thing the screens and the sound like that's one thing but when you're in the driver's seat and you've owned 911s and you own Panameras and stuff and now you're in this thing how do you go Ooh, this is a Porsche. It's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. You know, I think, um, you know, Harley Davidson, they just released their live wire. I think it's called live wire. It's an electric motorcycle. And it is not a Harley. I mean, it is a Harley for sure. And I love, I love the idea. Have you, have you you driven it or have you ridden it? I haven't yet. What is your, what are your, what are your thoughts on electric bikes? Um, I am very bullish on electric (laughs) motorcycles. Yeah. Wait, bullish means like, like oh, you, oh, you do like them. What do you like like about them? Um, I think that they'll, they'll. I think they're going to be the future, like anything else. Well, there's one advantage to electric Harley's. While I'm eating like a brunch on Sunday outside, <laughs> I won't hear this. <laughs> That's me. Uh, how about this? Let's Probably talk, me driving it, riding out. Let's there. talk about that. How are they going to deal with that? With the um, noise. So, so it's fascinating because I, I know a fair amount of bit about this, and I actually have a, a book on my table right now. It's open. It's uh, all electric um, motorcycles and like different sorts of weird cars and stuff like that. All EVs and um, what they're going to do. So a lot of these brushless engines. What end up happening? So there's two different types of electric uh, engines, right? You have sort of like the brushless one, and then you have um, this this magnetized version that is a little bit. Um, and, and oftentimes, like Tesla, I think they use both depending on what uh, certain thing that is running, uh, the thing that is powering inside the vehicle and so what they're going to end up doing is these 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 motors are very very simple they're way more simple than gas power <laughs> motors like it's yeah. crazy how simple they are right and so you just have this engine that just spins and spins and spins and inside of this spinning uh contraption you have different um wires right and so what you're going to end up doing is changing <clears throat> the shape of the wire you're going to end up 
changing certain things about it such that it produces a different sound as it spins instead okay. of because the most efficient way would be for it all to be the same it goes okay right but what harley davidson did w- with their engines actually is that they made a flaw in the engine so when you listen to a harley engine it'll sound like this it's 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 not all the same and when you listen to any other non-harley engine it'll go because that's the most efficient way for it to fire so harley did that on purpose to make it special to them and that's what all these ev companies are gonna have to do is change the internal part of that motor it'll be slightly less efficient but it'll make some interesting and unique so what give us give us you've been doing pretty good at these audio sounds give us give us some what's the new one sound like the new one sounds like does it really? Does it really? Does it really? I don't know. I would love it. <laughs> it does now. <laughs> In some alternative universe, yeah. Dude, that's actually it's funny. I like. I'm telling you about the car, and you're telling me about the motorcycle. Yeah, I just realized what the fuck is heart like. Yeah, you lose. You lose that. You lose a hundred years. It's it's if, if you if you're an old school Harley rider, the new Livewire. It's not for you. It's just Nick, not. Nick, what's gonna happen? Okay, t- take me through. The next thirty years, right? When when all these old school Harley guys, like they're gone, right? And it's all millennial new guys. <laughs> what is the look of the, the the modern Harley guy? What's the like? Is it, is it just like hipsters? <laughs> hipsters like electric, electric. And like I have a question: What are these biker gangs? Like mongrels or whatever? Yeah, like mongrels, hell's angels. <laughs> like are the hell's angels going to be on? <laughs> Can you imagine you're like the Hell's Angels like, hey man, where can I where can I charge this? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey man, you got a you got a charger station around here or something? <laughs> Better find me a charger. They'll be going to random people's homes and just knocking on the door and be like, hey man, I'm gonna use your outlets. <laughs> By the way, I heard one of these Shell or Chevron or something. They're starting to add uh, electric like stations. Oh really? <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, the motorcycle, uh, they'll probably just go old school, if I had to guess. The, the, what if they outlawed all that shit? Then they ban all that shit. <laughs> that's, by the way, it's a really interesting question. Is how, how do you, how are people going to, uh, how, how they, I would love, you know what? That'd be interesting. I want to, I want to interview the fucking Hell's Angels. Well, the weird thing, I grew up, my, my dad was in a motorcycle club and um, uh, rode a Harley and all that shit, and a lot of his friends did. And uh, I went to Sturgis, South Dakota every year, which is like the yeah. big, giant, you know, motorcycle rally, <clears throat> predominantly Harley rally. Um, so I grew up with that my entire life. Um, my, my grandpa sold motorcycles, both, both my grandparents ride motorcycles uncle brother cousins everybody just like my whole family's full of motorcycles so i know uh, a thing or i've I've had a few conversations with guys in in those types of clubs and so sturgis today this is what you hear sturgis in 30 years (laughs) (laughs) you're just gonna hear all day it's just wind blowing because no one's gonna fucking be there. No, I no, I think they're all gonna be there, but it's just gonna yeah. sound like all electric, like. <laughs> uh, and also, you can't uh, you can't rev electric bikes anymore, right? You can, you can. How? So you can also gear them if you want to. Is there a clutch also? You can clutch them up if you want to. But yeah. what what's the norm going to be like? Mm, that's a good question. So, I was actually having this debate with 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 a friend of mine that rides and. I think that the right move is to include a clutch, is what I think. Um, but it's more expensive uh, for the manufacturer to do it. Uh, but it gives you the the feeling of riding a motorcycle. It, it's sort of akin to if you ever had like a paddle shifter, an automatic versus like a manual, right? Yeah, you have yeah, a manual yeah. transmission, you just feel it, right? Clutch, pop yeah. on the clutch, burp, burp. yeah, yeah. Um, you and, and with motorcycle riders, 
it's really important. So I think that they'll probably go that route, but I do also think there will be a whole new sort of category. Category. Like a, like yeah. a fixie bikes. What are they called? Fixie? Yeah, exactly. Like there's going to be the equivalent. The, the equivalent. <laughs> it's people going to be too embarrassed to ride Vespas because they look like pussies. Uh, yeah, gonna, yeah, gonna, gonna, by the way, how are you going to deal with all that torque in the beginning? How do they deal with that shit? Yeah, so there's a couple things that they do. They put a, a regulator sort of in the very first part of it such that when you roll that throttle, it just doesn't give you whiskey throttle and flip backwards. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So there's a slight little, there, there's all a control these, mechanism. Like all these uh, stereotype things that bikers do. Like, I don't know, like, like, <laughs> like all the, <laughs> those are like, those are all. <laughs> what are they going to do? I, I wonder what the, I wonder what the new douche moves are for electric, Ooh. like for electric vehicles. Like there's what's the, <laughs> what's the, like, what do you, what is the, be good, something terrible. The, the good thing is uh, the things that you do in an electric bike now are going to be way less obnoxious than at a, at a gasoline. Right. Uh, like if I wanted to get back, if you like, cut me off or I want to get back at you I can go like put my exhaust in your thing oh yeah with electric I can't really like zip zip <laughs> fuck you man I <laughs> <laughs> don't do that anymore <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do oh man I think, well, the, the, the great part about it the, at least like the self-limiting douche baggatry that'll happen <laughs> yeah, is it yeah. like the more you rev that fucking thing <laughs> the battery <laughs> is gone so like it takes a while to charge you can't just like pop a bottle and put gas in it <laughs> I just realized like you can't have like rev battles anymore. Like, no. you, you, like if one guy's like, come on, you're like, nah, I, I'm, a, I'm at 43%. <laughs> I have range anxiety. <laughs> range anxiety. What kind of, what kind of range do these bikes get? Um, I believe that the Harley gets a hundred miles. <laughs> is the plug like a regular? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, like, it's, it's like it just comes out like you pull it out and you just, you just plug it in. Yeah, it's some like Tesla shit where they have like, you know, the the uh, option to do the supercharge or whatever. Um, Harley is smart in that they already have existing infrastructure. So what they're doing, you know, Tesla has like these supercharge stations or whatever. Well, Harley already has Harley dealerships everywhere. So they're just going to put them all at Harley dealerships. I got it. Well, which is pretty well, I, I predict it's going to be a complete failure. The oh, live wire, the live wire. Because so. I, I, the thing is, come on, dude. No one's buying it. No. You don't go buy a Harley for an electric Harley. No. Do, you, do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand that they have to do it. Everyone has to do it, dude. Everyone, no matter what business you're in, you're gonna have to have something electric, <laughs> like something ele- electrical. If you not don't, going away. It's not going away. Yeah, but you know what is going away? The live wire, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the old Harley riders are also. Going is it? Is it a? Is it called? Is it, is it a Harley Davidson? Oh yeah. It's just, and the model is the live wire. Yeah. Which is the worst name of all time. <laughs> It has nothing to do with it. Like, Introducing I, the live wire. I, I would call it like, I don't know, the E the E Harley. Like I would take whatever the E Fat Boy, the Fat Boy E or whatever yeah. the fuck they're whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, do something like that. Or or also just make up a better name. <laughs> the live wire? Everyone thinks, right? When you create an electric vehicle or whatever one it has to have some weird fucking name and it has to look weird exactly right. it doesn't have to look fucking weird and it doesn't need to sound <laughs> stupid either. yeah yeah it, it can just be like the honda accord electric the honda yeah. accord e yeah or you make up the new accord equivalent <laughs> like instead of the bobber it's the savage uh, why are we doing did, it did you ever see that documentary the electric car's dead or oh something? yeah i, I just how watched it, i just died oh, how, i just <laughs> just watched it <laughs> <laughs> fucking dirty mother everyone's just dirty everything is dirty it's and dirty. self self yeah i think it's called who killed the electric car or something yeah, like that yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it basically what it is is the story of how electric vehicles could have been around 
for a long time and there were some and then oil and gas and, and, and the car industry <laughs> and killed the business yeah and i, I and also heard that uh, la used to have a flourishing transit system like train system and then gm wanted to sell these new buses they had yep <laughs> That's so right. we lost we lost yeah. all that uh, we lost all that shit. And there's big tire companies down here too. And they're like, well, if people are taking the metro, they're not gonna drive the car. Uh, dude. So uh <laughs> it, it, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like every industry has like some lobbyist that's like out there fighting. Like no one no one's like, you know what? Uh, this is the best decision for all of us. Yeah. Nah, this is the nah. best decision for my shareholders. This is the best decision <laughs> for my Bugatti. <laughs> this is the best decision for my yacht club. Oh, oh my <laughs> Yes. Have, you, have you ever have you ever been in a Bugatti you're driven or I haven't been, been in a Bugatti um, but I've been in you know Aston Martins and Ferraris and all that shit those are nothing you, you, Lambos, you yeah. should you should have one uh, always have a be on the lookout to be able to yeah. get into them they're, they're quite the they're quite the the machine wow Bugatti is always my default like super epic top top of the food chain almost on the borderline of like ridiculous alien technology type of vehicle yeah. exotic and vehicle. keep in mind the Veyron is like 12 years old dude Whoa! So keep. I can't do the math of what year, but like, like whenever it came out, like remember they had like five, six years to develop it back then, and it's still doing numbers that most cars can't hit today. Interesting. Like right? like like zero to sixty in quarter like, mile. The zero to sixty is in the two seconds. It's like two point something. Most cars can't hit that. This is a twelve year old car, dude. Whoa! That, that's doing this. So imagine back then when it was doing these numbers. Uh, you know, you know that you know they're notorious for the um, maintenance cost, right? Do you, no. do you know this? Oh, you don't know this? I mean, okay. I know it's like twenty five thousand dollars for tires and shit. Oh, no. uh, hold on. If if you can find twenty five thousand dollars tires, <laughs> let us know. We let, let everyone know. Are you um, serious? Let's start with the oil change. How much do you think the oil changes? And by the way, people can look all this up. I'm not making man. Now that up. I'm now that I'm biased with this new information, I'm saying oil change is eight grand. Eight grand? If you. <laughs> All right, let me tell you what they Alejandro and, I, Alejandro and I had an idea. We were going to open up a business called Half Price Bugatti Oil Changes. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> because because uh, a oil change at the Bugatti dealership is $21,000. Oh, my God. $21,000. $21,000. For an oil change. And you got to get one. It's either every six months or a year. And what are they putting in it? <laughs> it's It's... Like human blood? <laughs> like what kind it's, of it's like uh, that's t- 21... Like I know someone who has one, and I asked, I was like, "Is it really twenty one? They're like, "Yes, twenty one, twenty one, twenty one thousand dollars." Tires. Are you ready for tires? Yeah. Tires. Um, tires are like fifty grand for the tires. Good God! And after the third set, you need new wheels, which are ninety thousand dollars. Why do you need new wheels? <laughs> Wait. So you're telling me, yeah, if you drive it too much, you gotta buy new wheels. Your third set of tires, after you go through your third set, you need new wheels, okay? So when these cars came out, there was no tire that can handle the speed and the power. Initially, the power, when you accelerate, you know, that the, the, the rim was separating from the tire. Mm. So they have to glue the tire to the rim. After three tire changes, when you x-ray the wheel, it doesn't meet their, like, high standards of, like... St- whatever it is <clears throat> so i so i always say if you're gonna buy a bugatti always ask what set of tire what number set tires they're on <laughs> <laughs> you you don't want to be the dude that needs the third set of uh tires right right and, and, and obviously anything that goes like wrong in it it's i know i know someone who's who's rough on theirs and like they need like a new transmission it's like three hundred thousand dollars or they need like 
Like anything you touch, anything you need is is like very expensive. That sounds like a bad idea. Uh, one of those, huh? Look, ah, man, it's just a bad idea. <laughs> okay, so here, here, here's the thing. It is the greatest. Yeah, sure. If you want the greatest, you you have to. Right. There are times when I look at one, I'm near one, I'm like, yeah, you know, if I could afford it, yeah, yeah. I would love to like. I would love to. It would be my honor. Some people, you know what? Some people are really crazy. They'll send it back to, I think they're made in France. Like they'll ship it to France to get serviced. And it, 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 it's, it's madness. That it's is cr- insane. It, it, it is absolutely insane the amount of money that the things. Like I changed my own oil. <laughs> you know, like, like I grew up doing it. I'm like, yeah, I'll change my own shit. I don't give a fuck what car it is. <laughs> and then the meanwhile, people are shipping their Bugattis to oil France with their pinky in their mouth, you know? Before, before the oil change. And uh, we were going to start a business called Half uh, half Price Bugatti Oil Changes. Yeah. And, and, and the joke was, all we needed was, a, was one bay for one car, and then all we needed was one wrench, one... <laughs> 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 it just drains out and you're ten thousand dollars <laughs> ten grand please <laughs> yeah that that but but it, it's an extremely you, aspirational you'd have to have all of your uh, mechanics wearing gucci loafers and shit, <laughs> yeah of though, course sure. <laughs> and that's and, but the, that's the thing though like when you have these high-end cars let's say the let's say an oil change really was only like 60 bucks but just perception wise you 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 my, my friend down the street owns a, a shop that fixes all these high-end cars yeah and he's like dude yeah i, I have to charge differently for each car like if you come in with like a Ferrari, I can't charge you sixty bucks for like an oil change that I did this like BMW. Like yeah. it's the same oil change, but I got to charge you like three hundred dollars. Well, it's also a weird thing because those people that own those cars that that, that forked out that amount of cash, the the price is like an it's it's an indicator of the level of service, like the quality of service. Here's the thing: if you had a Ferrari, right, and yeah. you went in and you got an oil change and they gave you like a sixty dollar thing, you would go. Let me speak to the manager who worked on this car. I want to know the shitty technician that you. Right? Yeah, that's true. It's, it, it's all perception, right? Or I'd be like under the car, looking like this motherfucker. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it looks like it. So. Can you imagine? You're, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine you're an honest mechanic that's just honest, and you're right? like, you're giving these, and everyone's like, bad Yelp reviews. Man, this fucking guy only charged me sixty bucks. Man, <laughs> you fucking crook. I know it. <laughs> Here's the thing: in the future, electric vehicle, like there's no more mechanic shops and pet boys and shit. Right, right. The thing about Tesla is like, if you lose the key, you're fucked. You know about that? No. Yeah. So like, if if you lose all the keys to your Tesla, they don't give you a new key. What? What? What happens? You're fucked. Why is it? Why is there so much? I don't know. There's this dude on YouTube that like re like he bought this totaled Tesla or something like that and rebuilt it and he didn't have a key for it and he had to track down the owner, yeah, the previous owner, just to see if he had a key and he did and then the guy ended up trying to like extort him for like seven grand for the key. What? Because <laughs> he was like, he was like, he could use it for anything else, and um, so he ended up getting it somehow. I don't remember. And um, yeah, he was saying that like. Tesla just, just like they, they don't have that infrastructure that a GM or a Ford or whatever has to like make the fucking thing and they're like well you know you'll lose the key <laughs> I love how the key is like the, a pivotal thing to the whole thing but yet every every man there's always some bullshit whenever a key is involved you, you know that right like there's always some fucking bullshit with the fucking key meanwhile there's keys for all of your locks <laughs> on all of your doors since the year 1450 when oh the Black Plague God. was smashing through Europe. People Any, had anytime keys. you go to a dealership with a key issue, it's like, oh, oh man, geez. they get fucking these fucking keys. keys. They always make it seem like, oh, these are like laser cut and like, we got to send it to the factory and like this. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking key. You know, with EVs, like you're saying, like the maintenance, I, didn't, I mean, you got tires and you got to probably replace the batteries eventually once they go bad after a certain amount of time. So and, and, we'll, and, and we'll see how that all, all, how all that pans out, right? right. Like, we don't know what the BS bullshit that's going to come with. Because with, with, right now, all these cars have like an eight year federal warranty on the battery. Yeah. So let's see when, Ooh, when, yeah. uh, when they, because I, I heard like if one like tiny cell goes bad, the whole thing like is bad, right? Yeah, yeah, it can spread. <clears throat> That's the whole thing with electric cars. You, you, no one knows later down the line what BS you have to deal that you have to deal with. That's true. Right? Well, yeah. Electronics are such a fucking pain in the ass, even in gas powered cars. <laughs> yeah, correct. Electronics go bad, and you're like, okay, well. Well, the funny thing is, gas powered cars is we're trying to take elect, elect, electricity <laughs> and <laughs> combine it with explosions, right? To, yeah. get, to get to get the car. That's why I'm saying if an alien looked down, they're like, wait, the car has an electrical system. It has a battery, and it has an internal combustion engine. It's at twenty percent efficiency. What? <laughs> No wonder you guys are going yeah, down yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's funny. I had a, a Mustang. It was a 2000, 2007 Mustang. Oof. And, and and I loved it because it was just like, it didn't have any of the... And I also had, before that, I had a 98 BMW 3 Series. Uh, okay. And like the 3 Series had all the Electri- electronics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the electronics. And it was a pain in the dick because it would just be like, okay, well... Microphone doesn't work anymore. Uh, the timer went. Out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wing, and then I get the Mustang. It's ten years newer. It's, yeah. it's twenty years newer. It's it, whatever. It, it's in. It just it doesn't have any of the electronics. It doesn't have the com- the complexity because the thing is to sell you a BMW, they have to sell you te- com- complexity and stuff. Yeah. But uh, this is what I was gonna tell you. Have you heard of a a, a car reviewer called Doug Demura? No. chance? Okay, he's like the one of the biggest car reviewers, and he, he's very basic. Like. He, he the camera locks down on the car and he just tells you all the quirks about the car, right? Yeah. All the weird things. Actually, when I do a review of a car, I watch his review first, right, to get an understanding of the car. And then, so he did this segment where he's telling us what cars he thinks are going to start appreciating. So this is interesting. This is an interesting thought that he had. <clears throat> so when screens started coming into cars, early to like early two thousands, right? They started getting screens. Now imagine you go to a two thousand two thousand one car with an a screen in it. What's that screen going to look like? Some <laughs> boo shit. Some, some fucking uh, etch-a-sketch. Yeah. Etch-a-sketch, <laughs> etch-a-sketch bullshit. Etch-a-sketch. <laughs> right? So his whole thing is those cars are going to look outdated with these shitty screens that you can't do anything about. But the legendary cars right before that era, like late 90s, mm. early 2000s, don't have screens in them. Interesting. Right? And he goes, those are going to be timeless, and they're going to be all the goodies, naturally aspirated, like all the all the like good stuff. That yeah, you're saying. I was like, yeah, you're right. And also, the Bugatti Veyron has no screen, and the Bugatti Citro- uh, uh, what's the new one called Citroen? Uh, no, uh, Bugatti, whatever the new one's called. Uh, it, it doesn't have screens, and Bugatti purposely did that, so these are timeless, so that smart. so that the screens never. The screens never age. That is so smart. interesting, right? That's super smart. I mean, if you ever look at the very first iPhone, you're like, "What is this bullshit?" In my first of all, it was like this big. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> it was so bad. Like it, it would be right now, literally unusable. <laughs> yeah, you can't even do anything with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like a by, the only, by the way, that was only like eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, and then you have these cars. Actually, that's that's super fascinating. I, I, I think I heard somebody else talking about how they think that the 80s cars and yeah like the, like the late 80s early 90s cars are going to be in, in that without it without it and also those cars were legendary like the 300 zx and the supra like all these like legendary I love Z, baby. all these like oh by the way 
those things are not going to exist anymore. A huge fucking inefficient V8 sports car, wheel wheel drive, like that stuff does not exist, is not going to exist any longer. Right. Even in, the, yeah, I mean, even with these big manufacturers, you already see it. Like, if you look at those cars from, you know, even the 50s and 60s, and, you know, it's like a nice rounded wheel. Well, it's a beautiful <laughs> yeah, yeah. piece of art on the street. And then you look at like a 1995 Camry. <laughs> Well, it'll get me. It'll yeah. get me there. Yeah. And I think that it'll get me there is probably the future uh, yeah. outside of like some yeah, of specific of use course. cases. Because the thing is, I think car people are going to die out. Like no one's going to give a shit about like, uh, like car cars. My um, cousin's son, who's like 10, 11. I go, hey, man, what, what car are you going to get when you're 16? He's like, why do I need a car? He's like, I'm just going to Uber. I was like, oh, boy. That's their attitude right now. Dude. That's that their attitude. That's insane. That's really... That, because the thing is, they're observing. They're watching everything that's going on, right? They're seeing everyone's like, oh, I need to go somewhere. Like, I I, I, I go... Doop, boop, boop. Boop, boop. And then no, I'm there. Also, another thing, Nick. Car ownership is drastically going to change. Right. Everything is going towards, like, renting or leasing or subscription or... And cars are going to be just like that. You're gonna and you're gonna get five hundred bucks to a thousand bucks to someone every single month, and you're just gonna have what you're gonna get to pick a car that you want. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of them out there right now that are subscription based. Even the manufacturers, right? You pay like a monthly fee, and you get to swap out like three or four cars Whoa. per month, whatever whatever you, you want. You can swap the car out. Like Whoa. Mercedes has it, Porsche has it, BMW has it, Cadillac has it. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's just, and, and it includes insurance, includes all that shit. It's just a one 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 price subscription. So you can have like a sports car, and then you know you're gonna go to the mountains, and then in two weeks you're like, ah, let's get the SUV. Yep, that's that my brilliant. that's my prediction. We're gonna we're gonna go because right now, like my phone, like I don't own it. I'm paying a monthly thing, and then and then when the new one comes up, I, I just go, oh, let me get the new one. So perpetually, I will always be paying AT and T hundred fucking fifty dollars. Yeah, a month, right? It works out for them. Works out for me. I'm like, ah, I don't care. I, I've been putting out the thousand. And my whole thing is, I need a fucking brand new phone all the time, anyways. Right. <clears throat> Everything's gonna go to that model of subscription. And also for my my own vlogs now. If you ever want to do something, please let us know. And, and uh, basically, my vlogs now are uh, adventures with my eight year old daughter, right? That are Aww. that are focused around the car. So we pick an adventure and we pick the correct car for the adventure. So if there's anything with your company that you want to do, you need a new truck, whatever, whatever you want to do, like automotive, uh, we'd love to, to work with you. Or maybe we come down like, you know, my daughter works for, uh, uh, works there a day or whatever it is. We'd love to create yeah. some, um, uh, some content for you and, Dude, uh, and, awesome. and, and thank you so much. Can I, can I plug a couple things? Please do, I, please okay. do. Yeah, so yeah, my Instagram is a uh, farshat tarani.com. Oh, no, not com. Okay. My Instagram is at farshat tarani, F A R S H A D T E H R A N I. I promise by the end of every week, at least I'll make you laugh a couple times. I'm putting a lot of effort into <laughs> That's my. That's true, by the way. I'm, I'm putting a lot of effort into the the the, the content. Uh, my YouTube is uh, Fargini, F A R G H I N I. We're gonna do we're gonna do ca- we're gonna do car reviews of cars that like everyday people can like like afford, and. Um, We'll do classic cars, other kind of stuff, and uh, I think that's I think that's all I got to plug, dude. Those are my only things to plug. That's fucking awesome. It was, I pre- it was I, great talking to you. I, I appreciate super it. fucking enjoyed it. Please have me back. We're going to do it again. Okay. Thanks so much. Okay, thanks, brother. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review. If you could, it would mean the world to me. And thank you to Farshad. Thank you to Bar Nana. You can use code and I 
K and get 20% off of your very first order. And until next time, I'll chat at you then. Peace.